Thank you for tuning into the Rainy Day Horror Show. My name is Dusty McBalls, and I am the certified cougar hunter and the man with balls too big to handle. Yes, I know it's not Sunday, alright, it's the middle of the week, but I thought maybe you guys would want a little horror story to get you through your week, so I'm starting something new, okay? I'm going to probably either, probably every Wednesday, if you guys enjoy this, I will do horror stories that I find on Reddit, and hopefully they're good, well they are good, I think this one that we're doing today is pretty good, and yeah, I just want you guys to enjoy it, sit back, and I mean, it's been a long work week for me so far, and I'm not excited about it, but it is almost Friday. And then it's the weekend, then we can party, and then we can have another banger episode on Sunday. So, today, the story that I got for you guys, that I got from Reddit, is called Static. The subreddit is Scary Stories, and the user is Kate Renara. And this story is about a guy who gets diagnosed with cancer, and instead of dying... He turns himself into an insect cyborg. So, this will be interesting. I'm hoping you guys enjoy it because I really enjoyed reading the story. So, alright, without further ado, let's jump right into the horror story called Static. I'm writing this down because I'm still shaking from the situation and I want to get all the details down before they start to fade from my memory. You see, I introduced them. I had no idea it would turn out this way. Let me go back to the beginning, when I was a naive woman who saw two people who might like each other, not having any idea what horrors I was about to unleash. How the hell could I? Samantha was a programming analysis expert with a degree in mechanical engineering. She did it because she said finding bugs and correcting them felt right. She liked the simple things, sharpening pencils to the perfect point, erasing something so perfectly you'd never know it was there, movies with linear plots that start, end, and that's it. She loathed sequels and prequels. She felt the story should be told and that's it. She was a voracious reader and could reread the same books to tatters. I wouldn't call her cold, but her familiarity wasn't her strong point. Eric was a diagnosed specialist for childhood illnesses. It wasn't that he was particularly driven to cure children. He liked being the person he could come in, solve the puzzle, and let others do the easy stuff. I showed him that doctor show with the smart jerk doctor and he laughed and said, maybe I'll be that jaded in a few decades. But that guy is a mess. We dated briefly when we met but he was just too indifferent for us to make a connection. We agreed we were better as friends, and that was that. 
he enjoyed collecting specimens of rare insects and arachnids. He was an avid jogger and would often jog in the shape of his latest insect acquirement. He would sometimes write short blips about his new specimen and a fictional tale about how it came to be in his home. Neither were really looking for a partner, but both had in passing mentioned they wished they could find somebody who could deal with them at some point. I've connected a friend or two before and I'm happily with my perfect partner, so of course the idea popped into my head to introduce them, see if they hit it off and if nothing else, they could become friends and we could go on double dates. Today, things are so simple. You start a group chat with people you want to introduce, tell them a little bit about why you think they'll get on, make sure they've started the conversation, and leave the chat. I'm not sneaky. I straight up asked them both if they would like to meet a potential date before trying to start the chat. So they both knew what was up. Small talk starts. I like this place to eat. Oh yeah, I've been there. Blah, 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 blah. And I've given them the proverbial thumbs up and exit the chat. After about two hours, she messaged me to let me know he had to go to bed, but thanked me for introducing them. I'm of course bouncing in my seat. What if I really did help them find something? She said they chatted about lots of stuff and they're actually going to get together soon to go hiking. I was a little shocked because she never shown interest in hiking or outside things, but she actually had a mild tinge of excitement in her messages, so I was happy for her. Then, things got a little strange the other day. My friend messaged me and said she hadn't heard from Eric in a few days and that wasn't like him. I thought it was a little strange too because Eric was the type to always get back to you when you messaged him even if it was a day later. So him not responding to anything for days was super unlike him. I told her I'd call him and see if I could get him to reach out. I called and it went straight to voicemail after an unusual amount of rings. Then instead of his business casual, Eric here, please leave a message and I'll return as soon as I'm able. There was just some static with what sounded like moaning in the background. I left him a quick, um, call me back weirdo, what's up with the weird voicemail? I was trying to be flippant but I couldn't hide my unease at the voicemail. It seemed really wrong. I shot Sam a message letting her know I couldn't get a handle on him either and asked about his new voicemail. She wrote, stopped, wrote some more, then stopped. It was extremely strange for her. She's normally very concise with her communications, but this was like she was typing then deleting, which was decidedly unlike her. Finally, I get the notification. Sam, I don't know what you're talking about. Eric is fine. We're both fine. He's sitting right next to me. 
please don't bother us again with this nonsense. I was very taken back. She was very direct, but she had never been cold to me like this. She would never normally consider checking up on somebody as nonsense. I was a little stung and more than a little concerned something was up. I texted my friend back and let her know Sam was acting weird and Eric still wasn't responding. I decided to give it a day. It seemed like Sam was angry. I thought maybe they were fighting when I messaged and that was the reason for the curt response. A few days later I got a panicked call from Sam. Her voice was hitching and I could hardly make out what she was saying and in the background was a loud static with intermittent screaming and strange noises I couldn't place. Oh god, here we go, okay. I'm gonna butcher this, so sorry in advance. Diter, ucked up, couldn't, ah, scream, static scream, help us, strange noise, illing me. I tried saying anything, but it didn't seem like she could hear me. When the phone went dead, I tried calling again and told my husband, Stephen, to call the police for her house. I got through the first time, but all I heard was static in the background, a very loud scream, and when I dropped my phone, it closed the call. I called again, but it just rang. After throwing clothes on, I rushed with my husband to Sam's house. I beat the police there as I was breaking every speed limit available. What I saw when I used my key, I will never forget. There was blood. So much blood. It looked like somebody had used a hose and just sprayed it around the living room and foyer. I avoided the blood as much as possible and Stephen tried to hold me back. I carefully stepped into the living room calling Sam's name. There in the middle of the room was what I can only call a pile of flesh. It was a combination of human, mechanical, and insectoid pieces, looking like something from a David Cronenberg movie. I ran outside to throw up, meeting the police who ran up to me guns drawn. Stephen and I were both cuffed and taken aside until they could make sense of the scene. In the pile of visceral appendages was what was left of both Sam and Eric, plus a ridiculous amount of what appeared to be giant insects and mechanical body parts. Nobody could make any sense of it until we found Sam's journal. I can't believe what I read, but here's a general idea. 9-14-2022 Eric and I have decided to make his dream a reality. I can't believe he talked me into this, but he thinks becoming the first insect mechanical human will make our every dream come true. I have the knowledge of machines, him of insects. I think he's crazy, but I love him so much I just can't deny him. Ever since he got his terminal cancer diagnosis, I would do anything for him to keep him with me. We've tried it with smaller animals and they seem happy and functional so hopefully we can pull this off. 10, 22, 20, 22. 
Eric is adjusting to the parts bit by bit. He's still not talking, but he's writing just fine, and he says he can feel the parts integrating with his system. He says he's happy, excited, and can't wait for this all to be over so we can show our work to the world. All tests for his cancer are coming back clear, so that's one miracle we accomplished. When he tries to talk, it sounds like TV static with low moans. It's a little unsettling, but at least I still get to lay next to him every night knowing he's not going to die of cancer. 11-7-2022 Eric is getting stranger. He follows me around and refuses to try and communicate outside of the static noises. The insect parts have become hard and seem to be expanding past their surgical sites and he's not sleeping. All his other vital signs are good but I'm really starting to miss at least talking through writing. Deirdre called first, Eric then me. What the hell am I supposed to say to her or any of our friends? I'm sorry, Eric can't talk. He's a cyborg insect now. I didn't know what she meant about the voicemail until I called his phone myself. I don't know when he did that and it's definitely creepy. I wish I could tell her something, but I just don't even know where to start. 11-12-20-22 Sometimes we don't see the horrors in front of us. I can. I see it plain as day. Eric isn't Eric anymore. He's a monster, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna kill me. I've tried to leave to get his help, but he just bars my way and screams at me with his insectile, statusy voice. I think the only reason I'm still alive at this point is some sliver of his brain is still my Eric, and it's protecting me. The mechanical parts I used are fully integrated and they seem to have combined with the insect parts in almost a parasitic way. I don't know how much longer I've got before everything I loved about Eric is devoured by the monster we created. The only thing I can do at this point is try to design a kill switch for us both. I don't want to live without him or with the knowledge of what I did. This was the last entry. I can't say I understand why they did what they did, but I think at least Samantha managed to rig up some way to kill what was left of Eric. Because I think that phone call was her last attempt at getting help before accepting defeat. I think I heard her dying, and I think the last scream wasn't hers. It was the creature Eric became when it realized its doom. End story. So, that was a pretty good story. I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty crazy. Never thought, this is why you don't trust scientists or anybody with that knowledge. Gonna start making a weird race of cyborg insects that's gonna take over the world and kill us all. But you guys will have to let me know um, what you guys think of this story. 
I think it's pretty good. Um, if you want to follow me, my Instagram is the Rainy Day Horror Show, or you can follow my personal at Dusty McBalls. And if you have any of your own horror stories, send them my way, and we can put them in an episode, and we can have fun. So, yeah, that's all I really got for you guys. Um, my work week is going slow. Um, it's dragging real by. I'm hating it right now. Wish it was the weekend, but we're almost there. So just power through it. I'm sending you all the good energy. And I hope you guys are having a blessed day and a blessed week. Um, and that's it. Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing in the world, stay safe. Okay? Alright, I love y'all. I'll see y'all Sunday. Get through the week, and we'll have another banger episode. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>